Hey folks, sorry about last week. Preemptive sorry, really. Sorry about this week. <laughs> this episode, it could end up being funny, but it, it skewed hard near the last chunk of time. Well, look, no, let's just be fair. Let's keep this simple. We ha- it's got it's got it all. Yeah. Well, the problem is we talked We tried to watch way too fest. much about Beer Fest. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did. We just would we not did. stop talking about Beer Fest. Um Anywho, yeah, well, there's a little bit of everything. We just uh with with the times being what they are, we yeah. just kind of went down a tangent. Honestly, I felt like it was pretty balanced. It was. I will say this. For as much as we shit Because on, you're a liberal piece of shit. <laughs> I have to rein that shit I in. I know. They, you know they, people complain about you know uh, the right going so far to the right that the left has to come center just to keep up. But Well, no. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for all the shitting on the right we do, there was plenty of political talk tonight that I personally think was kind of down the middle. I thought was that. I was... It's kind of... I don't know what I just said. <laughs> Tell them what for. I'm going to check these nachos. We're, yeah, we're, we got nachos. We're going to have nachos. We got nachos coming out. For all, the, for all the political talk we get into, I feel like we a lot of what we address tonight, uh, politically speaking, is, is kind of what every rational, sane person, regardless of their political affiliation, would like. Just, you know, just a scenario where everybody does well, everybody wins, everybody happy. That's a famous Susanism. Every, yeah. Everybody happy. Yeah, it's also called fucking fantasy imagination land. But, but still, you know, I like it. I like it. I know. No, I'm totally for it. I just don't. No, well. it's it's a famous. That phrase is a famous Susanism. We everybody were, happy. We were skiing as a family out in Colorado, and Mom, when the day was over, just said to everybody, "That was a good day of skiing. Everybody happy." <laughs> I love you, Mom. <laughs> Her, I think her most famous one that my brother still remember is when we were in uh, San Bernardino, California. She said, let's head down to the gas station and get some gas station gas. Gas station gas. And me and Brian were like, as opposed to grocery Costco. store gas? Yeah. Well, that's a thing. <laughs> I don't like Kroger gas. Yeah, I just I, feel like I, it's... I get some Target gas. Not the same. But anyhow, let's wrap it up because these nachos getting close and we need some food. This is yeah. the first time we've never eaten before. We're trying a new thing and gotta say, Splendid it's gonna up. be the last. <laughs> Yeah, I need to be full and uncomfortable to do a really good, funny pod. <laughs> we saw where that takes us. Yeah, no, but fair, I mean, fair warning. We did have some funny talk. We addressed uh, Superfan Brian's... Uh, very funny hypothetical. Hypothetical question. Yeah. We covered funny ground, but we... Did, I nev- didn't we, shit on that too much for his no, Australia stuff. No, we didn't. No. But... Uh, a, if anything, we gave it a compliment. A person that we have mutual disdain for came up. We exercised the demons. And what. then it just dovetailed us in, into yeah. all kinds of stuff. But I... You know, in hindsight, I feel like it's not going to actually be that bad. It might just be grading, depending on what your thoughts are. But uh, the Laugh Man is desperate for <laughs> these nachos. He's dancing like a preacher. We're going to wrap this intro. W-F-U-C-K! The Bams! This is episode 18. We'll see you next week for 19. Woo! Here comes Hoobastank! <laughs> U-C-K! Bam! 
97.5. Laugh, man. We've got, we've got, we've got, uh, we've got uh, producer Mackenzie in studio today. She's here to give us the list for upcoming the Bam Fest. Oh, let's hear it, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, come over to my. Oh, she's not gonna talk. All right, that's fine, Mackenzie. You go back and you she's screen. Too calls. busy keeping Randy Newman out of the studio. You know, laugh, man. I've been hearing a lot of folks call it Bam Fest. It's not Bam Fest. It's the Bam Fest. <laughs> we've got a major lineup coming to Atlanta three weeks from now. We've got Hoobastank. We've got Trapped. <laughs> We've got Breaking Benjamin. I feel like I should be in the gym working out right now. Just totally roided out, you know? We've got Hinder, Theory of a Hinder. Dead Man. Sick Puppies. Alien Ant Farms coming to town. Go Get out of here. Way, way back. They're still together? Trust Company. <laughs> Taproot. <laughs> My personal favorite, we've got Matchbox 20 reuniting, and they're touring with Carlos Santana to play that song that, I, I don't know about you, Laugh Man, but I love that song, and I don't think they played it on the radio enough. enough. Yeah. I also know that we're trying not to break character right now, but can you imagine, just, just understand that somebody out there... <laughs> Would be like, holy fucking shit! <laughs> we could probably charge a lot of money for that concert. Yeah. There is enough shitty douchebags in the world that would more than happy to pay. I want to get something out there, folks. We came out of Studio B. Yeah. A couple reasons. Sounded like a tin box, and we want to say we are sorry. It was a bad idea. Bad idea. Two, there's going to be babies noise. There's going to be people doing FaceTimes again. You know the perils of Studio A, but it sounds better. Yeah. And background it has less cat hair. Background noise is part of the show. Yeah. yeah. We, we need to encourage We're Lita like a radio station. FaceTime. <laughs> that doesn't have studios. Yeah. We just have partitions. <laughs> <laughs> just like a, it's like a... Oh, yeah. It's like that strip club I went to in Panama City. The, the <laughs> VIP room was just cubicle walls. That's better than the VIP room with pinups, which is just a velvet rope. Right. Laugh Man, I don't know about you, but I don't, speaking of songs they didn't play enough, I love that song Drive by Incubus. And they didn't play that nearly enough on what, the radio back what, in the day. Uh, refresh me. We just sang this before we came on. Give it to me. We didn't sing Drive By Incubus before we what came on. What did we on. sing? We were singing. Uh, take it all away. No, no, we were no. singing. We were, <laughs> I don't know. We were singing uh, Taproot. Taproot. Breaking That's Benjamin. Right. And then Headstrong by, by Trash. This is how you remind me <laughs> of what I really am. It's not like you. You're <laughs> Just the, when you look back on it back then, yeah, I was a guilty pleasure guy with some of these songs. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, in retrospect, like we could have easily thrown Stained under the bus at any point in time. No, we don't want to do that. But I guess one of our super fans, or no, is yeah. Uncle Hoyt, he's the big Stained man. Yeah, Hoyt likes Stained. I don't put Stained in this put, category. I wouldn't either. They were part of that new metal era, and they did have some sad songs for sad tough guys out yeah. there for sure. For those bros that couldn't but, couldn't handle it. But I don't I don't lump them in with the fuels and the switchfoots of the world. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Slay down the thread is real. Sorry, we could do this all night. This should headstrong. You know, I, I want to be the guy that does say this, though. Like, we shit on these mans. But again, they've done something. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm a glorified ice cream yeah, man. Even the least successful of uh, them has more money in the oh, yeah. account Our, than we do. They might Maybe. not. Maybe. But for a time, they definitely did. And they, they accomplished something. I, look, when they were young, the sentimentalist in me believes every up-and-coming musician 
they want to be transcendent. They want to be the Beatles. They want to be yeah. that kind of once-in-a-generation uh, talent. And, of course, that doesn't happen. You're not going to be the Beatles. You're not going to be Elvis, you know? And yeah. on, even on some level, you're not going to be the Spice Girls. They're not on that level, but they were transcendent across nations, across continents. I don't, I don't know if this is true of sick puppies, you know, the one of us is going down, <laughs> but maybe the rest of them. <laughs> Look, you can cherry pick it if you want. I'm, I'm just saying they still set out to do something. <clears throat> they probably had to settle along the way. Yeah. Some producer said, you know, that song that y'all wrote about the L.A. riots is really beautiful, but also stop it. And let's just write things that sell to the meatheads. Yeah. Because that's how you're going to make money and get famous. Yeah. And they might. And it, well, and that's why I don't lump Stained in, because if you go to Stain's early career, it was all very aggressive, <sighs> hard rock. We, we uh, well, on that point. Era. <laughs> it's not until they were like, let's do a sad song I, for I, sad I, bros. I, I just want to just take a left here. <laughs> Having listened to last week's episode, let's make a real effort to not belch as much into the microphone. <laughs> I thought that was it, one of the no, best parts of last week. No, I, I, it was uncontrollable. The otters took yeah. over, and yeah. that's what the episode became. And I, I have to admit, one of my coworkers is constantly on me about this. He says, I don't think you know what that sounds like. Yeah. And maybe in your head, I'm like, well, it's just a burp. But to him, he literally said it's like something evil in your stomach is coming out of your throat. So now he wants to record it. And every time I burp, he's like, damn it, man, you're supposed to let me know because he wants me to hear it. So I hear him on here. They do sound, <laughs> but I, you know, maybe we should just when you're, le- It's here's- funny when you're in the middle of saying something and it could be something really uh, intelligent. And it's just like, and then I was, uh, it's just, in fact, and don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm a slave to the podcast rules. Yeah. We eat on this thing. Yeah. We fart, we burp. Honestly, we generally act as if we don't care about our own podcast, but I'm yeah. saying it was a lot. I've, I don't know if I've farted. Not that I'm holding them in. They just, it doesn't happen. I fart. I know you do. You've told me. In fact, in episode, I'm re-listening, to going back to one, in episode four, you say, you know, I just farted. I laughed so hard, I just farted. <laughs> well, that's different. If you laugh so hard, you fart. It's yeah. funny. I took uh, Adelaide to breakfast yesterday. Uh, it was just me and her at J. Chris, where my mom works. I'm just going to turn the, the coolness down here to a, a nice, balmy 66. Sorry, continue. And uh, we're eating breakfast together. It's just me and her. And I had a, I had a pretty hefty... Uh, resonant dad belch, you know, a good one. And she laughs and then she just goes, uh, like she's trying to imitate it as best she can. Like she took a sip of her drink and just went, uh, like she's, and then she's like, <laughs> me too. Like she's like, she's trying to belch, but she didn't do she it. She doesn't know how to do it. Well, she does know how to, well, well, she doesn't know how to make herself. It's innately in there, but yeah. she can't make herself. Well, that's what's funny. Like, like both my girls, they will burp and fart. And it's like, it's like when your dog farts, it's just like, they just keep moving. Like they don't even acknowledge it. It's just a thing. Hey, have you ever had a dog that farts and then looks at their ass? No. Oh, it's great. No. Each, well, Monster, Monster does do that. Our co-host will <laughs> fart. And sometimes he farts like, I guess they're different because sometimes he just farts and doesn't move for, for shit. But this, okay. But this time. I'm facing away. No, no, I got it. But it's going to be picked up because that was a fucking burp. That was a bill. That was basically what I did that Adelaide tried to imitate by going, oh. But anywho, he, he will sometimes <laughs> fart. And I guess it surprises him because he'll turn around and look at his asshole. Yeah. Like he's like, I that was different. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one was not the same. It's like when they look at their tails, like their tails are a separate thing from them that has to get along like Peter Pan's shadow. It's like, <laughs> it's me and you. It's not yeah. us together. Nice. 
Well, tonight, I'll go ahead and lead us in here. Tonight, we are going to be watching the Academy Award nominated <laughs> Beer Fest. Now, again, Matt, we do want to say Revenge of the Nerds is coming. Yeah, if but you're we're still having... listening, I got the sense that you no, were, he's you not were going. very angry. No, he's recovered. <laughs> uh, he even told us a, a movie that we will be watching about the actual. Australian Outback. I can't remember the title. We'll get to that uh, later. Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. I think I've heard about that. I think that Kristen's too. seen it. It's a. Is it's, it a horror film? Yeah. It's okay. like a. It's like a stabby, murdery. Is it so? Is it like a? What was that one? The Hills Have Eyes, but in Australia. Is that Probably kind of something okay. like that. Couldn't watch that film. You remember? Too much. You remember much. the Poachers and Ace Ventura too? Yeah. That, I'm but that, but serious. I'm picturing those guys, but like they want to like maybe cut your leg off at the knee, keep sure. you alive, and eat it. In like front carterize of it, yeah. yeah, and then eat it. I got it. In fact, I remember, we need to stop this. We did this before the pod, <laughs> exchanging horror stories about movies we've seen and well, we're actually so disturbed that we. Yeah, I mean, think about it. you're talking about the Golden Voice and the Laughing Man being yeah. disturbed yeah. by something. I remember. I mean, Kristen will watch any and all horror movies, and yeah. the one I told you about, Martyrs, was my cutoff. And I remember just like catching a moment of some Netflix horror movie she was watching once where this this girl is getting revenge on, on a guy that did something to her and her revenge is to keep him alive on a meat hook a la uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. and slowly take his limbs off to where he's basically just a torso with no arms and legs in constant pain but kept alive and in bandage, in bandage just hanging there with no arms and legs. Again, man, why are we doing this? I don't, I don't I'm like, why Why are you watching this? This is just, it's so bothersome. Like, I love... That's the point. That's why they watch them, though. But that's... But that's like, that goes back to what I said about Fight Club in an early episode. Like, it bums me out. That movie genuinely bums me out, and I have to palate cleanse. Just watched it this Saturday with, night. With Seinfeld. I have to, like, I have to come up with silly did nonsense. Did we, dis- we discuss why that movie bummed you out? No, it's just the, just the general, just the general vibe of it is just a bummer. Well, it's not a rom-com. I don't know what you get, I mean... I, I mean, I can handle uh, dark movies. I can, but that's not even a dark movie. That's just that you know the problem with Fight. And I love the film. I really do. It was on. I caught the bear, the tail end of it on uh, cable, and I was like, I can't, I can't uh, watch this. I sorry, need to watch the I want to stop version. you because I yes. know a bit of trivia about this scene in Beer Fest. Donald Sutherland, their grandfather. He's in his deathbed in the hospital, mm. and this is a video for the for the listeners. Sure. Uh, this is a. It's at his. They're at his funeral, and this is a video where he's speaking to them and basically letting them know what their inheritance is. The real Donald Donald Sutherland, apparently a method actor, when they were filming these scenes where he's drinking whole pints of beer while addressing people at his own funeral via video, insisted on drinking real beer because this is acting. Yeah. They're like, you can just so you know, we can give you like sweet tea or something and, and make it look like beer and post. He's like, get out of my face. I'm an actor. Yeah, and so every time you see so he him, Daniel Day Lewis did. Every time you see him slam uh, a German like frothy mug of beer in this video, it's real beer. And they said that this, they said that this filming took like four hours to finish, and he never got out of the hospital bed. Okay, so just all this beer, just. Pissing in a bedpan just went full method the whole time. <laughs> I love Donald Sutherland. Well, how can you not? And Kiefer Sutherland did that. And sometimes I forget that's his son. I mean, I know it, but I forget yeah. it. It's very strange. When I think of Kiefer Sutherland, I think of Young Guns. Boss Boys. 
I think of Lost Boys, and then I think of a drunk, shirtless man and I'm just glad and light washed jeans. I'm just glad you didn't think Jack Bauer. I mean, I know that's where most. I of never this watched any 24. You know, I've never seen an episode. And I'm not even Can you believe that? I've never it. seen an episode. People love it though. People love Grey's Anatomy. It doesn't mean it's good. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> you will did cease I just, and did desist. Did I just strike a chord? No, I've never seen an episode of that either. People flipped their shit over <laughs> ER back in the day. ER was cool, man. That was a cool show. <laughs> I, I was kidding about the Grey's Anatomy, but don't shit on ER because that was like different. That was okay. New, okay. New People think Two and a Half Men is a good show. Never saw an episode. I will tell you. I remember ER. <laughs> They did a live show. That had never, like, never been done. Yeah. I don't, well, maybe it had, but I'm saying it was like, I remember my parents were, like, planning their week around, around ER. the live ER show. We, like, had to rush home. Serious and, question, was ER before or after George Clooney was Batman? Oh, that was way before. Really? Yeah, that the ER kind of made, I just, ER, ER <laughs> made George Clooney. It was a, <gasps> motherfucker, I love ER. I fucking love ER. No, uh, sidebar, since you're all in the trivia right now, you know who developed and produced and wrote ER? The guy from Nerds? Michael Crichton. Jurassic Park, Congo. Okay, so maybe it is good. It's very good. I love Congo. Congo is very underrated. Congo is one of the most quoted movies amongst me and my high school friends, mostly the Tim Curry lines. (laughs) Mr. Homolka, have some sesame cake. (laughs) Stop eating my sesame cake. (laughs) You can quote <laughs> Tim Curry all night. We could do an episode where we don't even watch his thing. <laughs> we just do Tim Curry. I wanted to talk to you about the maybe get some feedback from our uh, seven to eight loyal followers and those of us who will catch up later. I'm thinking about segmentally doing weeks where it's like for a period of time we, we do like Disney films. Mm. I would love to do one of these with a Disney film. Well, I just said, I mean, it's Pixar, but I just threw out Toy Story when we were settling in like. Let's do Toy Story. Uh, I think I want to go something more that was in our in our in our range. Not to say Toy Story wasn't. I was Little ten Mermaid. years old. Yeah, Aladdin <laughs> is my favorite. Okay, I love Aladdin. Well, Robin Williams. Anywho, this is Beer Fest. We'll talk about it here a little bit. You mentioned segments. I know. I I I, I will go ahead and admit I did not prepare a list of fast food pluses and minuses, but mm-hmm. I would like to maybe just wing it. Well, let's let's give context. A couple weeks ago, I get a text message. From the left, from the Golden Boys. By the way, by the way, I was gonna say when I refer to myself from now on, I'm GV. <laughs> All right, GV. <laughs> Stupid as fuck. GV. Uh, a couple weeks ago. No, no, you don't have to do it. It's just what I'm gonna say. Oh. When I when I, I start. Can when, I say when I, I start? I don't. I think you lose the Golden Voice aspect when you go into that kind of mode. <laughs> just be the Golden Voice. Uh, uh, anywho, I get a text message from the Golden Voice. Saying, for the pod, I need you to come up with your top three fast foods and your top three bottom, or your low three. Bottom three fast foods. Bottom three fast foods. I did it that day. Ooh, this movie's got a lot of tits in it. Nice ones, too. Well, just just here, there's not a ton. Well, those on the right. Those are lovely boobs. Yeah. Those are some great New York boobs. (laughs) For those Dave Chappelle fans out there. That's, uh, you see who that is? Hmm? That's George uh, Hurst's man. Do you want to back it up? Who are we talking about? George Hurst? Back it up. Back it up a second. I'm going to back it up. We're going to do this. This is improper pod. Right there. That's the guy that Dan rips his eye out in Deadwood. That's George. Oh, shit. That's George Hurst's man right there. That's right. Making a brief appearance. What a a career. 
Well, if you look that guy up, he's been in every movie you can think of. I think he's even in Lethal Weapon. He's in every movie you can think of. Well, there's actors, but it's a role like that where you just like see that. him quick. There's actors like that across the industry. They've been in everything. So you just can, don't know them. I think more boobs are coming up. Yep. Yep. We're Anywho, gonna, let's, uh, let's have a moment of silence for the boobs. <laughs> Is <laughs> that just means to stop talking for a minute and no, stare at some but tits? Before, I, I'm interested to hear your top three and bottom three. I'll admit that I didn't complete my list, but I do have some general thoughts. We might even overlap, so it's possible that, that I won't even need to throw them out. But before we do that segment, Superfan Brian emailed actually a few weeks ago. To the TPTO? Yeah. Okay. This was a few weeks old, and I completely forgot about oh, it. Oh, what a dick you today. are. Well, you know, he's my brother. Um, Still. He, he screen grabbed a question. And sent it as pod discussion. Okay. So this is not his original thought. And I have to think whoever originally thought of this question thought this would be a good, funny debate. But I tend to think it's a pretty easy answer. Sorry. The question is... I haven't burped once. Like, let me catch up. I'm, I'm making up for lost time. Okay. The question is, would you rather... Mm. Have a million dollars. I love hypotheticals. I love these. <laughs> no, seriously, guy worked at this all the time. Keep, keep going. Would you rather... Oh, I could throw these out all day. Oh, let's do it. Would you rather have a million dollars right now, tax-free, IRS doesn't care, it's your it's your million. But they know about it, they just don't care. Sure, they know, yeah, they know about it, so you can do whatever you want with it. You, I don't have to be worried about it. Yeah, you can okay. put it in your bank account, it doesn't have to be cash that you have to hide, it's okay. your million. And? And I'm adding that, that's not in the original yeah, question, okay. just fine. for easy, ease sake. <laughs> or, easy ease sake, sure. Good. He's dead, died of AIDS. I've had three beers, yeah. and no dinner yet. <laughs> Um, or $100 every time you masturbate. Now, here's my first thought. <laughs> Is the $100 every time you jerk off retroactive? Are we talking time served? Because if that's the case, I'm definitely going that route. That, that means you have to ballpark it, though. And that means if we're going to be crude, let's just be crude. How many times do you think you've flogged the dolphin? Well, I'm 31. Okay. We're going back to maybe 13. Yes, yes. 13? Probably. Man, was I 13 when I was staring at the real estate agent with the business suit, tugging it out? I had Victoria's Secret pages thumbtacked on my What a lucky guy. I had Atlanta Homeowners Association. (laughs) But if if, if we go retroactive, if we're talking time served, it's an easy answer. But then I also thought... If Is it though? No, no, no. Before you continue and you say it's an easy answer, you need to come up with yeah. your best supposition about how many times you've masturbated. There's no telling. We're talking... We're no, talking, no, there is telling. So let's say... We're talking if, 15, 17 no, years. No, I was going to say 17 years. Two, so, three, four, seven times a day. No. There's no, there's no telling. No, no, no. If you're going to do a hypothetical, and here's my rule with hypotheticals. If you're going to do one, you need to try to keep it on point as much as possible. So right, in so this you're, case, you're, you're in saying... The I am in the calculator. 17... Times 365, that's 6,205 days that Times you have. 100, right? Because we're talking $100 for every time. So you're saying you masturbate every day. That's, is that not what we're going by? I'm asking you. Do well, you, do well, you well, masturbate well, me, well, every day? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Why? Is let, not- let, me finish my hypoth- let me finish my thinking. Okay. My thought was, all right, current, current picture, I don't have too much debt, but a, a Clean million right now would be awesome. That's life changing. Yeah. But then I also thought if you committed to once a day for a year, that's 365 grand. If you committed to twice a day for a year and apologize to your wife, 
That's twice as much. What's 365 times two? That's over. It's over. I'm about to surprise you with some numbers here, bro. Okay. So 17 years, you've been mm-hmm. masturbating. 365 days a year. Don't tell like Jesus. It, he knows. <laughs> Doesn't need you to tell him. That's 62, that's 6,205 days. Okay. Okay. So we'll assume mm-hmm. that you are getting. We'll go one we'll a day. We'll go one a day. We'll go one a day. I just did the math. It's you not want, fair for the early teenage as years. As someone who, but neither of us are math people. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the total is? Give me the numbers again. I, I'm 17 years times 365 days is right. 6,205 days. Times 100. Times 100. Is it, is, it's over 6 million? 620,000, bro. Take Six. the million and run. No, no, no. So here's what I'm getting to. If Take you, the million. If you started right now and committed to. Oh, you're saying. You're going to get that 620000 well, and now start the that's clock. What, well, that's what I was getting to, and this isn't in the question. We'd have to find the original author. <laughs> is it retroactive? Are you getting time served and from now on, or is it starting today? Because my first thought was, if it's starting today and you commit to one a day for a year, that's three hundred sixty-five grand. Can I be honest? I, I don't want a day. It's not something that I do. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? Laughing. Those are man. amateur numbers. You got to get, get those get, numbers get up. Those numbers up. <laughs> Pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. But I'm, you, you are the source of your own income at that point. If you did twice a day, what's three sixty-five times two? Like, wh- it's I, over seven hundred thousand. I'm not trying to get weird with this, but I enjoy having the real thing. Well, who doesn't? So when I have that, I don't like. Three hours later, it's not like I'm a fucking pervert, and I'm just like, oh, you know, I want to do that again while she's in bed. I just don't. That, not to say that it makes anybody a pervert. <laughs> Might make you a sex addict. Mm. Not that that's a real thing. It's not. It's not a real thing. We'll get into that. But you know, I, I guess it's a tough hypothetical. I think we're going too far here. What, what I'm saying is, okay, are we establishing? Mm. That it's retroactive. That's the key here. Is it retroactive? I think I think we say no because it's not part of the question. So while you have your calculator, so if it's no, I'm gonna give you my answer now, and we okay. can continue. Okay. If it's no, I'm taking the million. Okay. Because I can take that million, go to someone who <laughs> I don't have to tell them why I'm getting this million dollars, <laughs> and they can help me invest it. Hey, I so it turns out I chose not to masturbate every day, and so I have a million dollars. I'm just saying I would take the million. Okay. Right? And I would make that money work for me sure. and continue my masturbation schedule as it is, <laughs> which is probably too much. <laughs> it's probably, okay. It's probably, I, I, I don't, right, I'm not judging myself. This is by the kind way. of a lump sum or whatever the other thing is when you win the lottery. Okay. Do you want me to plug some numbers in? Real quick, just tell me what three times 365 is. This is so embarrassing. 1,095. So that's, that's the equivalent of one point. Nine million dollars, correct? So you're saying you're jacking, you're going to jack it three times a day. What I'm saying is, if you know in the back of your mind, like every time I crank one out, Venmo is going to hit me with a clean hundred, tax free. (laughs) If you committed to three a day, or Venmo, (laughs) (laughs) PayPal, whoever. I'm just saying, if you if you said I'm going to commit to three a day for a year, you've almost doubled your original offer. Doesn't that just take the fun out of it, though? If you're if 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 but then thinking no, long term, no, every time you do it, it's a hundred no, bucks. Your listen. wife's like, I want to go to Longhorns, and the account's low. Like, give me two seconds, and we can go. We it won't be like that. <laughs> it won't because you'll be like, oh fuck, I'm on my third, and she wants Longhorns. <laughs> this is going to be like seventeen. Well, no, no, minutes. see, I'm only saying Plus three a day t- for the first year. Here's my point: it takes the joy out of it. <laughs> That's what's fun. That's what's fun about it. Well, there's, 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 there, look, sometimes this is what 
I don't know if women really understand this because I really don't understand the like women masturbation is a is a fucking mystery to me. I don't know how yeah. it works. I don't really know. I mean, I do know how it works yeah. physiologically. Yeah. But I, I think there's a key difference because, like, for us, like, sometimes I, I, it's the weirdest things that'll trigger me. <laughs> I'm serious. This is a very strange pod conversation, by the way. We're, getting, we're really going down the fucking proverbial wormhole here. Oh, I hope your dad's still listening. Oh, he probably just left. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's, you know, I'll be like, you know, Lee goes to bed early now. The baby typically goes to sleep at 839. Is this going to be a phone call? <laughs> Let's take this part out. Conversation. I don't think so. I don't think we're. Okay. All right. uh, I mean, maybe. Yeah. There'd be a lot to take out. I think we've crossed the Rubicon on I'm editing fine. this yeah. shit now. Yeah, no, no, I'm fine. So I'm just saying sometimes I'll be watching TV. <laughs> And it's like you see a real estate commercial sometimes. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, it's weird because that early uh, part of my childhood. Now yeah. I'm like, that's a nice business suit, <laughs> and I'm gonna go tug this one out. Go, I just post up on the couch, grab a grab a paper that, towel. That will not be potted. How I, my pro, my process will not be potted. That's too much. No, I want to know the ritual. Start from the beginning. No, <laughs> no. Some things will remain okay, with the laughing. Fair enough. Man. Fair enough. I'm just saying. If you made a mental commitment... You would have to commit, seriously, three times a day. That, it literally would become a job. You are jacking off for money. I get a very easy job. It's not hard. A it very, is. You would make almost $2 million your first year, and then after that, you commit to one every couple of days, which is probably not out of... Not out of the question. I, I just, so you start with two mil after a, a year's worth of very easy hard work, and then... I mean, think about it. every time you needed a quick hundred from 30, whatever, <laughs> to your dying day, you have easy access to it. It's not explained in the question where the hundred comes from. But it's just like, it's an endless source of income. Why not do that? You don't get a million right away. It's, it's kind of, something just flashed in my mind. It reminds me of that movie. And I can't, I didn't see it. I just know the premise where... You were you could get a million dollars, but you had to press this red button. But someone in the world was gonna die. Yeah, it's called the box. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this is somehow I don't know how that's equating for me, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah, you get a hundred dollars, but somewhere in the world, someone gets a hemorrhoid <laughs> or a kidney stone yeah. because you get a hundred dollars and jack it off, or some kid doesn't get the rice shipment to Kenya. Because you jacked it and $100 got yeah. pulled out of some random account. That sounds like some, like, Sunday school Catholic guilt. Like, it, like boys hey, and girls, I told if, you, if you masturbate, the kids in Kenya won't get their rice. Sounds like a Canadian. <laughs> but I'll I'll follow you. Well, yeah, no, I was in, I was in Canada with that Catholic okay. Sunday school. I don't know there are a lot of Catholics in Canada. I didn't know that. <laughs> Speaking of Canada... I wish we could get Crave TV because that Letterkenny show looks funny as hell. I, I want to enlighten our viewers. Letterkenny, go on YouTube, put that Letterkenny in. And yeah. I, I, I tried to show Leah. She just didn't get it. <laughs> but I don't think at the time it was the right time to show her because she was holding a baby. She's like, yeah. I don't know. She didn't even finish the video. Well, no, but there's but something. I go, that, four, I go four turns, 200, whatever, whatever he says. S&P is away from me. <laughs> You're... Hey, what do you say? I'm a, no, I'm, a, I'm a sea hair away from. I don't know. It was just very funny. I spent, I spent damn, I spent damn near. I don't think we can years. adequately explain it. Go no. on YouTube, watch. What is it? Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny, very funny. We'll give a shout out to those guys. L e t t e r k n n e y or n n y. 
enjoyed. Again. So that's our hypothetical. Yeah. That's our hypothetical segment of the week. Well, we we can do. I'm I'm 100% on hypothetical segments. Yeah. Because they're fun and they engage really stupid fucking conversations. Well. Where we ask ourselves if we would take a million now <laughs> or would we jack off for the rest of our life for $100? Well, it's just like, I know I'm gonna. I may as well get paid for it. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong, and I certainly see the numbers you're putting out there, but I'm just... I can appreciate the idea of getting a cool mill now, and you're settled, and you maybe invest half of it and let it work for you. No, it's another hypothetical. If I got a million dollars right now, I'm not investing half. I'm investing, like, $920,000. Mm. Put 80000 in my bank account, find a job I, I really enjoy, or not, or don't. Yeah. Well, I suppose if you did that, whatever you invested your nine in, you've got to be able to tap into if you don't find that job you enjoy and the 80 starts to run out. It would. But I'm saying if you're if you're sensible mm. and you know people that can help you, which I yeah. do and you do as well. Yeah. You would be able to turn that nine. That nine hundred twenty thousand can begin to work for you, even if it's incrementally over time, which, of course, it would be yeah. unless you like got lucky. But again, I go back to you could go to work for yourself. Today is Thursday. By work by, for yourself, you mean chug one out yeah, three times a day. Yeah, by next Thursday, yeah. if you committed to two a day, you just made $1,400. I can. I, and it's I, very I'm not easy saying to make. you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying that I would take the million right now. Okay. I don't think I would. I think I'd, I'm, pick, I'm thinking long term. Yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> you, know, you know what I can promise you? Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. But here's the real curveball. You know, all of a sudden you get some illness where you can't do it. Yeah. And, now, and now you're not making money That's anymore. what it probably would happen is that you would take this deal offered to you by some fucking mystical nonsense <laughs> character. Yeah. And then you get early onset yeah. erectile dysfunction. <laughs> and now you're fucked. And now you're looking at me and I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> turn my 920K into fucking four million. Just <laughs> being patient. And I'm fucking on a jet ski. Yeah. I, well, again, that goes back to the first Hypothetical. If we're talking retroactive, time served. Where did Brian find this? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to get him to send in more more intel. With that being said, though, for every other listener, send us a hypothetical. <laughs> we'll break it down. I love a good Australian hypothetical. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah, Matt, if you're still listening, but he's not. <laughs> he is. I he hope. Is. I, I hope. hope. Yeah. yeah, one can hope. Anyways, Beer Fest, this lady here, I wish I knew her name. It's a Cloris Leachman. There we go. She is awesome. I was watching. She's in Young uh, Frankenstein. Of course. I was. And she, uh, Frau Bruca. Frau Bruca. Nice. <laughs> Knuckers. Uh, we, I, oh, I thank you, gloriously was able to show Leah yesterday. She wanted to watch a comedy. She threw out. Uh, she's just lighthearted mood yesterday. She wanted to watch uh, Dennis the Menace or. Tastes like paint. It's one of our favorites, as you know. Um, I can't remember the other one she said, and I was like, well, you know, let's see what I have recorded. And I remember one Friday night a couple weeks ago, History of the World Part 1. I don't think I've ever seen that. Dude, you must see History of the World Part 1. Okay. But it's great. She's in it, and she and she does. she's in the bit where they do the French Revolution, and she's just great. She's just absolutely wonderful. But I just love that she's one of those actresses that Mel Brooks just latched onto and, yeah. and put in everything. <laughs> Well, I mean, we got to get Young Frankenstein on the list for sure. It's a tough one, though, because it's so good, but when you don't have volume, it's like... <laughs> We're watching Beer Fest with no volume. I mean... Yeah, but that's understandable. <laughs> I like this film, but Did I don't... you know the guy right here on the right 
He only has one leg. In real life? Yeah. Shut up. He was, I, think, I believe he was born uh, from the knee down. I can see the limp. From the knee down, he, he doesn't have, he has, a, he has like a Lieutenant Dan metal leg. Which, speaking of Lieutenant Dan, we had a lovely repartee with the retarf. <laughs> and retarf. I, I, I was calling him retarf. I kind of want to call him betarf because it, it makes even more sense. Because that's actually. That's close. Know. Yeah. No, but he's gone. He's gone now. We can. We can I took all him. I could take. It's been close to a year <laughs> when he. So let's give a little context here. The well, golden voice. I guess you met this guy through a friend. You didn't never meet met him. him. Yeah, he I don't was even a, know what his voice. Well, when I say like. meet, it's that modern day Facebook meet where yeah, someone well, latches on. You had a, a debate. Yeah, some well, a year ago. Well, what ago. happened was a friend of mine made a very uh, sensible, politically frustrated post one day about something that was very tame, not a polarizing thing. And he, in his way, just you know, four paragraphs deep, just lecturing her. I did kind of what you do in our debates and went really petty and sarcastic really fast. Yeah. Which he has no tolerance for. And yeah. well, he's a jobless cunt. So <laughs> continue. It led to an exchange. And then at some point, our mutual friend politely asked that we take this off her wall because it was just never ending babble mm-hmm. and he decided to take it to he he private messaged me or asked if he could i should say and asked if we could take it there where he proceeded to try and witness to me for days mm-hmm. and just would not let it go and that's the that's the ultimately why i ultimately cut him off this week he has to get the last word he's got one more obnoxious thing to say and it's like i i've enjoyed this enough for the last year it's not really funny anymore because you, it, this is kind of like debating someone with autism. <laughs> like there's, you're just like, like if you tried to win an argument with the rain man, like it's, you're not gonna, because it's just, nothing's ever going to sink in. Like I realize when, when liberals and conservatives argue in a sports bar, nobody wins, but every once in a while, and this is even true of like me and family every once in a while you to go, all right, I'll give you that. I actually agree with what you just said. Mm-hmm. And they'll go, and to be honest, I agree with something you just said. And you sure. go, all right, so we got that. I think this is dumb. You think that's dumb. But we, we're we there. He'll never give you that. Right. He's always right. You're always wrong. And he's obnoxious as fuck about it. Well, he's a pedantic. And for a piston. while, yeah. I mean, he's the kind of person that uses the word, phrase ad hominem. Yeah, he uses old Latin in an S- argument. That's It was funny for a year. And it was even funnier when you started getting in on the on the mix. Yeah. He blocked you. I don't think he could even see shit that you were writing this week because he just straight up blocked don't you. Don't care. I got to see it. <laughs> and I think, and I'm pretty sure, because if he, I'm pretty sure he saw most of it. One would hope. Well, I really hope he saw the feckless cunt, <laughs> the Jesus loves us more than you because we have jobs and we pay taxes and Google's, you don't because you're feckless. Yeah, you're a, you're a you're that was a, for me. You're not a for jo- him. I told when I told him, have you tried Costco yet? Because they have a good corporate structure yeah. and they promote from within. Guy hasn't had a job in a year, and that's why. Well, and when he, he has the ability he has to the go time. back the time to go back and forth on yeah. four paragraph, five paragraph yeah, rants. Because I made a sarcastic liberal comment on a on a <clears> video <throat> that he's not even tethered to. Yeah. But because of the way Facebook al- algorithms work, he saw my comment. Yeah. 
and he's got all the spare time in the world, despite the booming job market under our current president, he yeah. can't find one. 3.9% <laughs> unemployment, lowest in a long time. Well, it depends Thanks, on- Obama. And I don't even remember, I don't even say that sarcastically. <laughs> well, the thing I love about the jobs ratings right now is under Obama, whenever a quote unquote liberal media would report the uh, unemployment numbers, Fox News is real quick to bring up the U6 figures mm-hmm. because the uh, the national. Let's be careful. I don't want this to be. I don't either. But CNN.com here. But this even this this got brought up on WSB, which is pretty right leaning. Dominantly. This got brought up on, on their show when Obama was in office. Anytime a CNN type would bring up unemployment figures, which are are uh, categorized by the national association, whatever. They say, well, those are the U3 numbers. Those aren't counting the people who've stopped looking. And that's the U6 figures. They have all these categories for how they determine unemployment. And every time CNN would report the number, that's the U3 number. And Fox News would go, well, that's not counting all the people who stopped looking. That's a U6 number. So the unemployment is actually not 4%. It's 11. Mm -hmm. Once Trump took office, well, we don't need U6 anymore because he's our guy. We'll just go U3 all the time from now on. Mm-hmm. It's like, how many people are not looking based on that 3.9 number? Well, you can't ask Sean Hannity because he's not going to report the U6 anymore because his guy's in office. Sure. He's talking to him at night. <laughs> but all that aside, I can very easily understand why Btarv doesn't have a job because if you engage with him for five minutes on Facebook, you can immediately determine that he's an insufferable prick. Yeah. And if I was interviewing him for a job, I'd be like, yeah, no, you can't come work here. Yeah. Because I can't take, this. I can't take a day of yeah, this, let alone this. like a years. Year. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, he had a, well, he, gets, he, had a, he had a long diatribe once about, you know, his horrible boss at Home Depot, which was the last job he left like six months ago. And I remember thinking like, how much of this is true? And how much of it is just you're an insufferable piece of shit and they yeah. let you go? Can I say the latter is probably? <laughs> so uh, I've never been mean to him. I've always been sarcastic, but I've never been mean because I've always I thought. I vouch for that. You've always tried to engage him in a way that would, one, entertain you. Entertain and me, me. But also maybe. But you've, pr- you've purported <laughs> like reasonable Arguments. It's not like me. And if it was with a reasonable person, I might go, I'll give you that, but you got to agree with me here. But he would never do that. Yeah. He would just give me the Latin bullshit. Well, that's so last night. Yeah. I was, I got into one of these things. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I woke up this morning and I had a lunch meeting with a friend of mine and I was just like, I just don't want to do this anymore because one, no, I'm not even trying to win. Yeah. Just to be clear. But you just want, like you said, some semblance of, like, if we're going to waste our time, this is what we're doing yeah. on this social media platform, let's do it in a way that's not, if it can't be constructive, at least let it be, I'm looking for another word for nice, but I guess yeah. I and it just Wait, this, you sent this, me the screen grabs. He just, he went, like, straight to third grade with it. He told me I had a tiny penis. Well... <laughs> He's probably not wrong, <laughs> but he doesn't. He can't just make that supposition. He can't yeah, just. Yeah, you haven't seen it. And buddy. then I was like, well, I don't know why you're taking the argument to my penis. But if you want, I can. If you really want, I can direct message you that. <laughs> and then he give, had me, a great, give, give me a few minutes to get to the leather phase. So yeah, I'm not completely embarrassed. And, he, I, and then he said, "Well, that would be cool because then I could test the zoom on my camera." And I was like, "To your point, I was like, that's good. 
<laughs> you know, I gotta give credit where yeah. it's due. Yeah. That's I, that's good. Yeah, I, that I, good. Uh, I hope and you die in a car crash tomorrow. But that was a funny joke. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to say it. And this is what I was telling Leah. I was like, "This is where it got bad." He he brought my wife into it. Yeah. And I was like, "Bro, like, we can be childish. It's okay for us to be childish yeah. and have an outlet on on Facebook." Yeah. And you're crazy right, and I'm not left, but you're assuming that I am because and you're arguing because, with someone on the right. right. And everything is polarized. Yeah. But when he brought up my wife, I was like, bro, do you want to apologize for that so we can get back to the funny stuff? And he was like, I didn't say anything bad about her. I just said she's probably disappointed. And mm. I was like, really? And I went and looked at his page, and I was like, your wife's hot, but you're a bald-headed fat fuck, and you've got a red-headed kid. Now, I could have done that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, red-headed kid, please subscribe. Please do subscribe. But I was like, I, I wanted to. I had yeah. it all written out. Yeah. I was like, she married a bald... I wonder... I, I think what, it, what I was going to say was, your wife's... I even said your wife's very pretty. And then the next quote, I was like, I wonder if she cries herself to sleep every night, staring at your bald-headed fuck ass <laughs> and your little red-headed fucking opie spawn. Which may not be yours, because I can't tell what color your hair used yeah, to be. Yeah, you don't have hair. So this could be <laughs> literally Opie's hair. Banks yeah. could have fucked your wife. Yeah. And Banks now, used to be pretty red. He's brown now, but he used to be pretty and red. And Banks would fuck his wife. She's very pretty. <laughs> but I'm saying, I, I typed it all we'll out. We'll get to her info I, later I, there, I, Super yeah, Banks. I typed it all out, and I was like, you know what? Well, no, yeah. I'm not doing this, because that's, that's, that I can't I can't chastise somebody, because it, it made me feel fucking icky. I was like, yeah. I even told the guy, I, I, I wish I had a screenshot, I was like, I guess we could meet up and fight if you want. This could be a whole, <laughs> this could be a whole new thing, yeah. where it's like, it's a fight club, a Facebook fight club, where if you have one of these back and forth arguments, yeah. where you're totally diametrically opposed, yeah. you just stop typing, you meet the person, you fight, you shake hands, Yeah, that's it. And then he said something about... Nobody wins. That's when he said... I told you about this when he said, it looks like you're too busy fighting diabetes <laughs> to throw hands with me. Now, my response was, I have diabetes? <laughs> Fuck. And then I said, but also, dudes that say throw hands yeah. are typically people that don't fight, don't know how to fight, yeah. haven't been in a fight. Throw hands? like yeah. what? Now, the guys I know that fight never talk about it. No. It's like it's like the guys, it's like the generation of men that are still alive that went to Nam, the ones that have lots of Nam stories probably didn't see any real action and the grandpa or the dad or the uncle who says I don't want to talk about that saw the worst. He saw some yeah. shit. And I the thing I that. know that's true about guys that really fight they don't talk about it. No, and it's like when you're how about <laughs> you any reasonable person knows that if you're at a bar, you're not afraid of the guy that's mouthing yeah. That guy is just a mouth off guy. He's not, yeah. he's showing out. He's puffing up. He's, he's what they call Unless it. Unless he's like Conor McGregor and he's maybe drunk. How many people, how many, how many, <laughs> how many Conor McGregors are there? I'm just saying, these guys are peacocking. Yeah. Whereas I've been in those situations where I was like, I guess I'm about to get beat up maybe. Mm-hmm. Or I might win. I don't know. But yeah. I guess we're about to fight. Meanwhile, the dude that never says anything yeah. and just stares at you from across the bar. That's the guy. Yeah. I'm like, can I can I buy you a whiskey and coke, sir? Yeah. Like I get can real. I give you a hand job in the bathroom. <laughs> You're really shooting dead eyes at me, and I'm thinking that I wanted I wanted to defuse this yeah. as fast as possible because the dude that says nothing yeah. is the one that's going to turn your shit into a pretzel, 
like your Uncle Roy used to do, or my Uncle Roy, your yeah, dad used to yeah. wrap our legs up like a pretzel like a figure and four. shove us into our fucking own underwear. Yeah, you pull the underwear waistband over your foot that's hooked over the other leg. Yeah, so but you can't in, this, in this scenario, he'll do that, and yeah. then he'll break your nose, snap yeah. your twigs, you know, like all of it. And yeah. I, th- so, yeah, I'm not worried about the guys that are too mouthy. And that was my approach last night was to kind of not go verbatim with his moronic conservative ultra radical right wing stuff just to say like oh man you're killing it bro <laughs> oh that's a sick one you even dropped yeah. an, you even dropped an Obama hit on that man oh, just, yeah. just when I thought you couldn't be more badass yeah cause that guy he ruined the country yeah. we're, we're literally like trying to put the fire out as we speak cause uh, it's all so bad but it just it just <laughs> it just I, I just went to bed and I was like it's like it's, it's not like you just watch Fight Club. Well, at least <laughs> that's like, how I feel after Fight Club. Okay, like, fair enough. Like, with Bitar though, you felt like that was fun for a but, while. But now, for yeah, a for a while. And but that's now what I was like, that's what I was saying before. <sighs> I never got mean with him because I liked keeping it going. I thought it was funny to read whatever dumb thing he said next, and it was even better when you or some other random friend of mine jumped in on it because then, but. After his last quip, where he sort of backhandedly called me a jackass for being hypocritical, I was like, you're not fun anymore. This is just tiring. <laughs> and I was like, the only way I can really think to settle this at this point is to is to go really petty and actually be mean, which I've never done. As sarcastic as I've been with this piece of shit, I've never been mean. And I got really mean. And I said shit that after I sent it, I was like... I kind of feel bad that I just said all that. <laughs> and I feel even worse that certain relatives of mine might read it. But it's for the best. And then I thought, I'm just going to go ahead and unfollow, unfriend, and block him. So he yeah. has no ability to respond. Because it, at one point I thought, by doing that, he wins. Because I've just quit. But then I also realized that he can't stand to not get one more word in. Where is he going to go? And he can't comment. He the, cannot message that, that's me. That's why, right. That's why I told you, like, this is best <laughs> left alone yeah. now. Because he, Btarv has nowhere to turn now. He's yeah. going to have to seek out. A new, I've seen, a new I've seen him partner. do that before. I've seen, but it, it like, won't be as effective. I've seen your response. I've seen y'all's <laughs> conversation. No, no one yeah. will engage him to the extent that you did. Well, no, because I knew the origin. Well, like, that, when he engages with some stranger on a now this politics video, they go, "Oh, you're dumb," and it's over. Right. I, I, yeah. I, I knew how to keep it going, but I didn't want to anymore. And what I take pleasure in now is knowing that. He saw what I said, and he cannot respond. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's just stuck yeah. in that. He might be responding in the ether somewhere. We don't know. Well, he couldn't because I I let it sit for forty eight hours, and then I deleted all my comments. So this is all tying back to something that I saw <laughs> recently too. I, I had a um, a family member say that social media is ruining America, or it's just ruining America. Yeah, it's the worst thing. And I said, no. No, here's the problem. We're just highlighting what we've always been. Yeah. It's kind of like a book. uh, James Elroy is one of my favorite authors. And in the build up to one of my favorite books called American Tabloid, the foreword said, this country, I'll paraphrase a little bit, but he said, this country's never been innocent. We popped our cherry on the boat over. You can't lose what you lacked at conception. There's never Mm -hmm. been the whole idea of make, I don't know if she was what it is, make America great again, never existed. 
Yeah. Right. So their make America great again sounds an awful lot like I wish it was 1950s and white. We've discussed this. Yeah. But her. I miss my own water fountain. The point was <laughs> she was saying it's ruining America because all we you, you, like for these purposes, we argue, we get mad, we get yeah. frustrated. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I didn't comment on it because with this particular person it's not on BTARF level, but it was like, why waste the time? Yeah. But it's like, no, 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 no. We're just highlighting what we've always been. We have a platform now yeah. to openly basically berate each other. Yeah. It's like in the past, you did that with your most closest people in the town that you lived in. You yeah, or created you just, beefs. You had Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah. You had these things. They, it's or long just, been just there. like 10 years ago, you just yelled at the radio when Rush Limbaugh was saying something stupid. Nobody actually heard what you were right. saying. Now you have a, the ability to shoot well, it out. That and you have the ability to think you can win. Yeah. Like if he says something stupid, you think I'll go on his fucking post right. or on whatever post and I'm going to let him know what I think. Yeah. And I think there's value in that. I don't think it's a lot of value in that, but I think there's some value in that. If anything, you get to say it. It's off, you know, you get to throw yourself out in the ether. Whether or not that matters is irrelevant. You yeah. got to do it. Yeah. But. For someone to say that social media is going to be the downfall or the thing that's killing us, I would say, well, I think that uh, <laughs> concentration camps are pretty shitty. <laughs> Internment camps are bad. How did the Indians get treated when we got here? That's Slavery fake. sucked. But that's fake news. None of that's The slaves were actors. <laughs> they could have just freed themselves. To, I mean, to Kanye, you know, yeah. it was a decision. Yeah. Right? But I'm saying... It's just that was such a ridiculous statement. I'm not saying because these opinions have always existed. It's just the first time in history that they've been able to commingle, commingle and challenge. Yeah, to say well, no, I don't think that that's true. And now when you, but when you say that, it's like, oh, you fucking libtard, or you right wing radical. Yeah, and that's the problem. You Retardican. Retard. Did we do that one? <laughs> we did. I think so. But, but but not on the show, just between you and I. Yeah. <laughs> because we were trying to find something that yeah, lived up like, to if that. I'm a libtard, libtard. you're a retardican. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, it's it's a good one, actually. I'd forgotten it. But that's my point. If you're not one, you're it's this Sith world we're living in now. Yeah. Where either you're with us or you're yeah. against us. There is no, no, middle no middle ground. And this is why, like, when you argue with B-Tarv and then somebody posts something so tame on some other thing, it's like your 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 muscles are you you've been in the gym. We're with bodybuilders of trolling, bro. <laughs> because of all the bullshit we yeah. did with him. So when somebody posts some dumb thing, it's like I could crush you in a sentence, <laughs> but I'm not because I'm a decent person. With great power <laughs> comes great responsibility. But it's just a matter of who's willing to be reasonable. I get in political debates with my dad, and even today it was like. He said something to the effect of, I don't think the government should be in our health care. It's too big. It fucks everything up. The government should just do its job and not be involved in our daily lives. And I'm paraphrasing. And I said, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. But if we're going to take the government out of health care, if we're going to take the government out of Let's even take it out of uh, Social Security. Like, it's your life, your responsibility. Deal with it yourself. So we're talking about private, privatization across sure. several if, spectrums. If, if we're going if, if to say you're responsible for yourself, whether that's your in, your retirement, your health, whatever, the government doesn't does nothing but fuck things up, let's get them out. I'm like, I'll give you all that. Mm-hmm. But if but, we're going to do that, yeah. then the government's got to get the fuck out of abortion, marijuana, same-sex yeah. marriage. Because if the government's 
too big for your wallet, but not big enough for gays getting married. For morality. Then we have a problem. Right. There's a the government. If the government has no business regulating health care, then it has no biggest reg- regulating morality. Yeah. And if you give me that, I'll give you. And and on that, we kind of agree. It's like, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. It's like that's a reasonable exchange. Yeah. It's like, that's wonderful. <laughs> it's like yeah. It's actually what we call refreshing. Well, yeah, because it's like if the government's too big, it's too big for everything. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't get to say, uh, "Stay out of my wallet," but stop those gays from getting married. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. It's either too big or too small. There's no. There's no all one side of this. Yeah, I like that. And on that note, I thought of some legislation, and you're. <laughs> I consider you smarter than me because you went to college. <laughs> Is that the only reason? <laughs> yeah, 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 and barely. <laughs> one by a nose. <laughs> but I thought of I thought of some legislation on two very polarizing topics, and they're actually related to what I just said. The left's been beating the drum. Up. Tonight, Chris Matthews on Hardball has joined the studio, and all we're talking about tonight on TPTO is politics. Well, this is perfect for beer fest. Is it? No. <laughs> Sorry, people. We are watching beer fest, and it's great. You should watch it if you haven't seen it's it. It's really excellent. Continue. So here's here's my proposed legislation. Here's mm-hmm. here's my ideal middle ground politician coming in to fix our problems. <laughs> These the, nachos need to get eaten soon. I know. Well, we, you said we were going to do a yeah, show. Yeah, we'll get. Eat. Yeah, we'll get a show and eat. So I come in. I say, all right, you on the left, you're always talking about national health care, and most recently, Bernie, the biggest proponent, constantly universal health care, constantly says we're the only westernized, civilized nation that does not guarantee health care as a right to all people. Okay. Every other civilized nation in the world, westernized nation, does. We're the only ones that don't, and our healthcare costs are the highest. Sure. And his proposition has always been a single payer system. Sure. Instead of me paying $1,200 a month in premiums just for the privilege to carry around a card that tells me I'm responsible for 20% of my health issues. Let's take another 10% out in tax withholding and just let the government pay your bills from now on. You keep your $1,200 a month. And uh, and it goes into a single payer system, which people all scoff at because they they sort of miss the fact that fucking commies. Exactly. Instead, it's like they think of it as losing something. It's like, all right, if you're spending twelve hundred dollars a month on your premium, and we give that back to you, and instead we take out four hundred dollars a month from your paycheck with your taxes, you're still up eight hundred dollars. Hmm. But it's socialism and we can't do it. But anyways, that's the left's thing. That's something they want and the right hates it. And then you go to the right and one of the right's biggest things that's very polarizing is getting rid of the income tax or at the very least going down to a flat tax where everybody just pays 10% regardless of income. Sports love the idea of a flat tax. It's a very polarizing topic. Ted Cruz likes it. Uh, even fucking Herman, Mc, uh, Herman Cain. Herman like McCain. Herman McCain. <laughs> There's a character for, for a show. But every conservative I knows, I knows. Um, every conservative I knows. Every conservative I know hates the idea of paying taxes. By the way, Matt, this is heavy on America. Yeah. So we're taking a break <laughs> from Australia tonight. Every and even I tend to like. I look at my gross and go, "Fuck, what's that going to?" Because yeah. I could sure shit use that more than than the government could. Sure. But every conservative. They want either no tax or at the very least what Ted Cruz says, your taxes are simplified down to a postcard. It's a flat 10% regardless of income. And that's what we want. I come in, I'm middle ground, you know, Matt over here. I'm like, let's do both. For like a year or something? No, let's just do both. <laughs> we'll figure it out. If we have to cut spending, if we have to cut a little bit of military spending, if we have to cut a few. Whoa, programs, bro. That's, that's the point. Like, 
let's make let's make both work in the same scenario. We go to a flat 10% for everyone and we nationalize the healthcare system. So now nobody has to worry about co-pays and deductibles and how much they owe every month to a private insurance company. And on top of that, when they get their paycheck, it's just going to be light 10% from now on. And we will find a way to fund the healthcare with the flat tax by way of instead of 7 billion on the government, we'll go 6 or not mm. the government, the military. And we're going to cut a few federal social programs. We will make it work. Where is that politician that says, I'm going to take the extreme idea from the left and the extreme idea from the right, and we're going to make them work together to make everybody happy? They might be there. They're not, they're not speaking loud enough. No. Not and on right paper, now. what I just threw out might be impossible. It might be. But nobody's talking about it. I think we go heavy on masturbation next go around. <laughs> just my idea. <laughs> well, that's, that's where the libertarian comes Actually, in. we've already done a lot of masturbation. <laughs> For this well, well, we did because of Super Van Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know where that politician is. I hope they're out there. I just want someone with, uh, honestly, I, I saw that great bumper sticker. I took a picture. Any functioning adult, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. I just yeah. want some. I don't need you to be left, hard right, hard right, whatever, hard left, hard right, left, yeah. right, centric. Just someone who just applies a little common sense and does, what, I'll tell you what I really want I just don't want someone who's so vindictive about it, it's clear to me yeah. that look there were plenty of times I was like I don't Obama's kind of fucking this up I said that a lot Yeah. I said the same thing when I was formulative and, and kind of coming of age politically in the Bush years yeah well uh, with Obama and healthcare it's like okay I'm, I'm kind of with you on everybody needs it but to mandate it by law that everyone has to have it, like right. fucking car insurance, yeah. you, that's just going to piss people off. And it did. But that's my point. I'm not. And that's why I can't have a reasonable conversation because people don't just assume that if I don't immediately condemn it. Right. Libtard. So, right. So, but <laughs> my point, dick. I just want someone who isn't a vindictive five-year-old because it's clear to me he, Donald's just trying to deconstruct the entirety of the Obama administration. Yeah. And I think it's actually a smart move because that base, like 34, 35% of this country, yeah. that hardcore... They even hated e that Muslim e so even, much. Yeah, even if he converted to Islam would would justify Donald Trump. Yeah, he's but the good Muslim. They they, they, they <laughs> hang on to it and, and there's nothing can be done, but they just want to see eight years of that presidency entirely stripped away. Yeah. Like I saw one today. Because he's not legitimate. He he's after, Kenyan after, after all. the Deepwater Horizon, he and I, I don't, I should have read a little bit more. I just saw the headline. But after the Deepwater Horizon incident with the largest oil leak in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. Great movie, by the way. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mark Event you, Horizon? Uh, no, no, no. That's terrible. <laughs> Deepwater Horizon. I like it. About Horizon. the... Golf Oil League. Scott Mark Wahlberg and uh, Kurt Russell. It's a great film. Okay. Uh, not exactly all the way right. They definitely had to make a movie, but still, very good. But Obama enacted some legislation that more or less just protected the oceans, installed some checks and some balances mm. on these on this yeah. kind of freewheeling drilling that goes on in the Gulf and other parts of the... So what you're saying is he regulated business and hurt the economy. Yes, but protected the planet that supplies us There's life. There's nothing wrong with the planet. I don't know if you've looked outside, but it <laughs> snowed recently, so clearly things are fine. I know. Let me get through this without the sarcasm. <laughs> I'm saying now Trump goes after that and, and 
annihilates. Yeah. But not because, no real reason. Yeah, no, he's going to Kroger and buying uh, Wesson vegetable oil and dumping it in the nearest ocean, like, just for shits and giggles. Again, the sarcasm. <laughs> it's funny, but you see my point. The yeah. guy's literally just doing this out of spite. Yeah. Because it sells. It's a sell. It's a selling tool. Yeah. Where I'm, not only did I win, which mm. is like their fucking bonerific awesome thing. Yeah. But now we're gonna. I'm gonna make it like he never fucking existed. Well, yeah. He Trump is the founder of birtherism. He's. The, oh, he's the founder, but he certainly is he one was of the, the pushers. La- he was the loudest voice about it. That's and true. It's like, of course, he wants to undo it all. Yeah. I just don't want that. I don't, even good or bad. Even if I just on either side, just like you, just do what is good. Try to be a good leader, a good president. Don't try to just tear a man down because it sells to your base. Well, you already yeah. seem confident enough that you're going to win in 2020, and yeah. I honestly believe he will. Well, he's been campaigning since he got elected. Very true, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> what's happened now is that those on the uh, on the Democratic side are still so butthurt yeah. about 2016, and, and they still want... And they still so, hold they on, deserve, hold on. Deserve it because they do. was a shitty... Here, here's the thing. Candidate. They're still so focused on every tweet... Yeah. On every day-to-day comment, every day-to-day action, every day, like I said, tweet. They're, I just don't see where they're actively putting people out. It's like Bill Maher is constantly saying you're, they're, they're losing because they're not taking more action. Yeah. And, you know, I, my friend thinks there's going to be this giant blue wave with these midterms. I said, I think the Democrats will win the House. They won't win the Senate. Yeah. Okay. And then what do you do with that? I don't know. Because I don't really see them putting any candidates out there. Like when he did the State of the Union, they yeah. followed it up with the Democratic State of the Union with who? A fucking Kennedy. Yeah. A 34-year-old grandchild well, they, of Robert Kennedy who had spittle f- on the sides of his mouth and like a fucking jackass. To, they don't want to fight fire with fire. That's fine, but... That's, they, that's Bill Maher's whole point every time he brings this up. It's like... Every, everybody on the left wants to say, when they go low, we go high. He's like, fuck that. It's a new set of rules. It is a new set of rules, but it's, he, it's he, time to do what they do. Just because we've gone here now, it's just going to be called politics <laughs> on this episode. But I'm just saying, Mars is wrong. And I, I saw this on CNN, of all places. He's wrong because he... Well, true, then. He wants to... He is, I won't say actively, but rooting for a major recession. Like, closer to a recession. And we joked about what would it take to get the base away to, to see maybe just an inkling of a chink in the armor. They wouldn't... Again, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. But just to see a chink in the armor. And the only thing that would... Legitimately, is if these decisions, these tariffs, this attack on NAFTA, this attack on on Mercedes Benz, making enemies out of uh, out of uh, Canada, out yeah. of like Germany, big allies. Which I kind of go Canada on that. Fuck one. Canada. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm just saying. And then all these things. If we start to see this booming economy that they like to talk about a lot, they being that right wing, yeah. look at our economy. If that starts to fucking tank, then yeah, you might see that. They said that Alabama is his most supportive state. Of course yeah. it is, right? Well, yeah. I'm just saying. That's Mississippi by, second. By the numbers, yeah. That whole southern region is pretty much all the way Trump. Yeah. But those are the people that don't think about, like, they look at NASDAQ numbers and they're like, well, it don't affect me, man. I change tires. Yeah. They don't. And have- that's not me being like, I'm not trying to make fun. I'm saying no. a low income in Alabama. He's not looking at the NASDAQ reports. He's not reading the Wall Street Journal. No. But that shit will trickle down. You want to talk about trickle-down economics? That's the real trickle-down. Yeah. This shit starts hitting wallets and pocketbooks. I know they'll find a way to twist and turn it and say, God damn, Obama. 
Yeah. It's which a, is well, weird. Yeah, which it, is weird. Even, even though we're in Trump's second term, this is still, this is a now residual for yeah, Obama. It, it's, yeah, it's, if he hadn't won in 2008 <laughs> or whatever it was, <laughs> fuck. But I'm saying that's the only thing yeah. that, that might put them on some kind of different plane of thinking. Well, and yeah, I, that's even. But it's wrong. To, I don't want, as much as I would want to see this man not in office, I don't want to see. The country not do well. The failure of multiple, like yeah. thousands, millions of people because yeah. of, like, I don't want that. I don't want to see someone suffer because of this asshole. I think they're going to. Yeah. I think that it will happen. I yeah. don't want it. Though. I don't root for it. It's like, yeah, no, you would sooner put all the, the blowhardy bullshit aside and go, hey, you know what? His policies actually, yeah, things are going well. I'll give it to him. You would sooner do that than go, I'm glad the country's on fire because he fucked it up. No, because like, that because you I'm don't on want fire. That. I'm in the low income. I just happened to. Have, <laughs> like I said earlier, I'm a glorified ice cream man. Yeah. I'm not over here with a fucking lawyer degree. I'm not a yeah. doctor. Yeah, no, you would sooner like concede to his method. The first thing to go in a shitty fucking economy is jobs like mine. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Oh, uh, well, I'm in charge of wholesale operations for a popsicle company that also happens to have a couple other brands, fifteen or so, mainly ice cream and frozen goods <laughs> Fresh oh produce. you're fired yeah because oh you know what no one can afford a seven dollar <laughs> pint of gelato yeah no one can afford a three dollar chocolate pop <laughs> that shit's gonna be like that i don't want that yeah i'm saying i do fear legitimately yeah that the practices we see now will make it so i don't see any nothing's telling me that i should be like oh i'm confident in my job another pair of great tits yeah. Well, and well, the struggle short term, things are really. Beer Fest is loaded with great boobs. It is. I'm go- what were we talking about? I'm not sure. Things are good right now, generally speaking. Everybody that I do business with, they're whether how, whatever how are they feel politically, like bus- business is is good this year. Sure. For my company and theirs, I just saw a client today who's like, I don't know what it is. I don't want to get into politics. I don't want to jinx it. But I've been in business for X amount of years, and this is the best year I've had in a very long time. And I just hope everything that's causing that stays the same. Yeah. And, you know, if you're a real political nut and you lean right, you go, well, clearly it's Trump. It's like, well, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I threw out the other day. I was like, how much of what he does or what anyone in Washington does really affects you and your business in your state versus just general morale? If you're in a red state and a Republican's in office, the morale on your local government is going to be up. Mm-hmm. People, if the majority of the voters in your state vote Republican, their morale is going to be up. Sure. They're going to go, I feel better about spending now because the guys that I like are in office. So let's go buy that thing and start that business. How much of it is actually policy versus just morale, depending sure. on what state you're in? There's doom and gloom around here for eight years under Obama because he's a Democrat. And it makes me wonder, like, he's is black, it, too. Well, that. But does that mean right now that it's doom and gloom in Connecticut? And Kenyan. <laughs> and, and a Muslim. Muslim. Sorry, it, I just turned that sarcasm it, back around. Is it, is it doom and gloom in New York? Is it doom and gloom in, and throw out your favorite blue state? Because it's... Because in this state, based on my immediate perception of my the company I work for and the people we do business with, everybody's doing really well. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great year. I, well, I will say that I had the conversation that I've had with people that uh, don't. I love people that have the discipline to have a political stance and never talk about it. 
Yeah. But talk about it with you because they know you share it. Mm-hmm. And in fact, kind of elucidate how they feel and how stupid they feel about people they might know and love. But they're like, I, this is why I don't talk about politics. Yeah. Because I, like, I love this person. Mm-hmm. And if we involve politics, that's out the window. Yeah. But I had a conversation with one of those people, and they asked me, like, they, it's one of those things where they won't do it, but they live vicariously through me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, they know that I'll be outward about it. I'll argue with anybody about anything. Mm. But they like to, they track mine, they, they enjoy it, and they're like, we didn't even know, but we found you to be hilarious, and we don't want, to, we don't talk about this stuff with family or friends or mm. anybody, but we just, yeah. But the conversation we had was essentially, I was like, look, if you're racist, Obama never stood a chance. Okay, that's our off the top. Yeah. Uh, if you're Republican, he probably never stood a chance, even if it things. But I was like, I, I got laid off at the very end of Bush's presidency. Yeah. And went on to unemployment at the very start of Obama's. Mm-hmm. My life got infinitely better over those periods, as far as like, yeah, there were some social policies that people did, I didn't care for, and, and Republicans didn't care for. Mm-hmm. There were like I remember Hannity talking about him. He was he was giving him shit because he wanted Dijon mustard, and they made a whole segment on Fox News. Wow. With, oh, uppity old Obama wants yeah. Dijon mustard. Mr. Tan suit over here wants yeah. Dijon. American yellow is uh, not good enough for <laughs> Frenches. But my, I, we, I was just saying, like, well, I don't understand. I, I lose. There's some disconnect for me where I was like, in 09, in a shit recession, he inherits shit. Yeah. And not just him. The country inherited shit. Yeah. Coming off two wars that we're still fighting. I know, but W is a hero. It, now he is. In retrospect, which is he's, crazy. He's a portrait painting, wonderful son man. of a guy. Just a wonderful man. He did a great job. Yeah, but I'm the not, whole time. not here to do to go into that debate. <laughs> but I'm saying my it, my personal life got better underneath yeah. the. I'm not saying things are great. Yeah. Like I said, clearly, I was not a fan of a lot of his policies. I'm not. He definitely, and because of those actions of his using a lot of executive action mm-hmm. without a Congress, now you're seeing the, ten, well, yeah. the other and side of every that. Every action has an equal uh, and an opposite, opposite reaction. reaction. Right. <laughs> I'm saying plenty, plenty to be complained about, but there's never been a presidency that wasn't true. Yeah. All I'm saying it was my life was better at the end of his two-year terms mm-hmm. than it was at the, the start of it. I inherited shit. I lost the job I had for seven years. Didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. Eight years later, I'm married with a child and own my house. Thanks, Obama. Not thanks, Obama. <laughs> I know. But you see my point. Yeah. It's like, how, how much worse or better did your life get? Like, if you're, I mean, literally. Like, you don't like his social policy? Totally understand that. Yeah. But how much improved? Are you even willing or mature enough to say... I don't like this man, mm-hmm. but you know what? It's better than when it was super recession. Oh, yeah. eight. Yeah. But that goes back to what I was saying before. Pers- what you're talking about is personal perception. Your personal experience equals not so bad. And somebody else's personal experience might also equal not so bad. But Maybe. the minute they turn on the Fox News and they're reporting the U6 employment numbers, not the U3 like CNN does. Right. It's actually all shit, and everything they're saying about the good he's doing is not factual and inaccurate. Right. So even if your life is mirroring the one you're, you're, you're describing, your perception based on what you choose to 
to let influence you via media. It's, it's like, uh, you, you might be, you might be on the fucking on cloud nine, but because Sean Hannity says that unemployment's actually 11%, not four, he's doing a terrible fucking job. I don't know. This is all, all, everything we've talked about at this point, which is, I feel like this should be a, um, this should, this should have a, a, a warning. <laughs> this, this pod yeah. should have a warning on it, but, uh. Well, we all, went from all, masturbation all to th- this. We did cover a little bit of masturbation. And it's only because I threw out proposed legislation. And we're kind of watching Beer Fest. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> all of this for me highlights what I've all what I've wanted since I had the mental capacity to put this, the, my, my own pieces together. I just want a viable... You yeah. don't even call it a third party, because even that has a stigma. This is something but else me and Hoyt agreed on today. I just want... Third party. Another choice. I mean, if you want, if if you want to throw out the 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 cement founding fathers, people we love, no matter what, yeah. Washington clearly stated, yeah, that a two party system would fail, mm. because we would get to the point where we have been building to, are currently building, and may get to. I'm not a, saying that the world's falling apart. I'm just saying yeah. that a two party system will inevitably fail, and in the sense. That republics always fail. Yeah. Democracy, we are the longest running. It's amazing. This little history of ours is really, really cool if you look at it and you take a step back. Mm. For Even for all the nastiness, all the yeah. blood, all the slavery, all the Indians, every bad thing, <laughs> there's a bunch of good things. Yeah. For every world war that we help win, all that stuff yeah. is great and bad. The story is very interesting. That's great. That's just great storytelling, good yeah. and bad. Moral arcs, societal arcs, political arcs. It's, it's all great. It's a very short term when you compare it to world history. <laughs> right, right. That's, you know, what, I'll, I'll give you one example, and then we, we might take a break or call it for this one. Or whatever you want to do. But, because I'm fiending for some fucking nachos. Yeah. But one of my favorite things, I had a teacher, I had a, one of my, um, that I taught with, she was my uh, counselor, I mean really just teacher in life. But her sister was with the State Department, and was uh, the what do you call, consulate to Vietnam, mm-hmm. and she went over there to visit. She'd been over there several times, and over there they have this uh, Vietnam War Memorial for, for their side. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little different, yeah, okay. but it's uh, it's not just for that war. It's for the history of Vietnam fighting for its freedom mm-hmm. for a long fucking time, <laughs> and they put it on. She took pictures and did one of those panoramic things. But they on this long circular wall. It basically starts with Vietnam's thousands and thousands of years history fighting the Chinese, mm-hmm. fighting whoever else, fighting the French, and then teeny tiny little sliver is Ameri- is the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Seriously, yeah. thousands of years of warfare fighting for their independence, and this little teeny insignificant sliver yeah. is our ten year struggle from sixty five to seventy five, with the, which to us. Is still defining. Yeah. The Vietnam War was we where... We made like a hundred movies about it. With that, and it's just the... Oh, shit. We lost a war. Yeah. That's new. Well, and it's... But that's... that's To, to your point, that's yeah. what that is. We are living on this very... And us, it's this grand American scale, but we are yeah. just nothing. We are a blip on the social scene. Well, it's like... I've never been overseas, but I know people who have. I was like, it's crazy to go stand in a building in the UK that's from the 1600s. Dude, when I was and in... it's like, yeah, we don't have that here because we've only been around for a very yeah. short amount of time. No joke. Our oldest structure is the 17, maybe. The, one of the craziest things about France was 
especially by you, you're walking around in there and you're like, every single building on this main town stretch is older than the country I live in. Yeah. William the Conqueror lived here and left here to go invade England. <laughs> you go to Paris, and, I, and Leah often heard me say it, we're in Paris, you're walking around and you're like, any one of these buildings, and you're surrounded by them, mm-hmm. would be a f- historical landmark in America. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere yeah. you walk. I mean, even if you go to piss in a bathroom, yeah. like I told that story, <laughs> yeah, you go no. piss in a bathroom that was built in 500. Shit, even if you just go from the south to New England, mm-hmm. it's alarming how different it is because all of our all of our buildings got burned down. Yep. <laughs> but you just you just go Thanks, Sherman. You just go like just going to Plattsburgh, New York last summer, it's like, holy shit, these buildings are old. And it's like, yeah, we don't have that in Atlanta because it all got burnt down. The like the oldest building you might have is eighteen seventy something. If that. If that. Yeah. You know, maybe an old plantation home where they they've preserved two of the slave quarters and just moved it closer, like that house in Dunwood. Eddie Izzard had a great uh, bit about this. The, hat, you know, dressing when you call it when he dresses like a woman. Don't know, it doesn't matter. But he had a great point. It's like in America, it's like this building is fifty years old, and y'all say no, it can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's that old. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like tonight we should sign off for this episode. I do have a question. Yeah. I know Trump's a billionaire. He's not, but continue. Does he go for the mill or does he go for the hundred a day? Uh, he's, I don't know, probably goes for the mill because I, I don't think he can get it up. I don't know. His last direction was probably barren. <laughs> oh, no, no, excuse me, Stormy. Stormy. That was two months later, barren. though. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't think, I think. Well, know. the trouble is you got to think about it. That's what's backing him up. Some of these actions could easily be described by like, he is just not getting. And yeah. you watch his rea- interactions with his wife. She is not. Well, feeling I mean, it. what do you have to pay a prostitute to pee on you? Because Nothing. That's, that's coming out he of the hundred. He didn't pay for that. That's that was given to him because there was 900 cameras, teeny tiny little cameras that yeah. Putin was recording, watching yeah. personally, probably jerking it. Yeah. And here we are. Well, I'm just saying, if you're the kind of guy that you need PP to get off, like that's going to come at a cost at some point. That's why he he. So if you when choose you the can't hundo, get an erection, you have to <laughs> you go on a on a journey. Yeah. To find there must be something out there. You don't think Melania could 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 uh, get it get it get him revved up? I imagine he can get to like half staff, like <laughs> after a, a terrible. You know how we'd fly the flag half staff. Oh, yeah. I imagine his. His erection only gets Melania about half. Melania is jealous. Yeah. She's like, I wish you got boners for me like you do for Fox and Friends. Yeah. Oh, you know what? <laughs> if there was a time where he could purse one but out. He watches every day. I We're know. talking once a day. That's 365 I, a year. I know we talked about this last week, but the, just I just want to, I would pay a great deal of money to hear one of the nighttime chats between him and, Chan, <laughs> him and Sean Hannity. I would just really like that. Well, what I was saying was. I uh, just want you to know I, I uh, stroke my penis every night. <laughs> Thinking about all the good you've done to this country. <laughs> it's amazing. I found out what kind of uh, rubbing tanning oil you use to get that self-tan, and now I just used it to stroke it. <laughs> my doctor told me it's bad for my penis, but let's be honest. I'm. There's a great video that um, our... What is Christy to us? Is she our aunt? Yeah. That's funny to think about. Cause like, Half. I know, Half-sies. but it's like like Todd's not that much older than either of us. I got two. I mean, we got two of those. Jared and Tom. I know. But she posted, she shared a video today that juxtaposed 
the way Fox talks about Trump and the way the North Korean national news talks about Kim Jong Un, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Christie did that. Yeah, it's like, wow, this is, this is like the same thing. <laughs> it's like interesting. It's just like, yeah, every like because you watch that lady in North Korean news just shower him with praise because mm-hmm. that's what she's required to do so she doesn't die. Sure, sure. And then it cuts to what's her face, what's her nose from. From, from Fox is like he is a strong beautiful man yeah. it's like yeah like so much for but I just had this conversation the other day like Fox because they got in trouble for misreporting they're no longer news they, if you look up their classification they're an entertainment network well there's there's a there's a disconnect between the daytime like your uh, what's that guy's name that always calls him out Fox News will, will go against Trump right Fox and Friends, Hannity, yeah, those guys. Well, they, and they're, they're fluffers. They're, I mean, that's literally what they're there to do. They're not a new. They're not reporters. It's entertainment. So, yeah, it's an entertainment show. That's fine. And they have they have class purposely classified themselves as entertainment. Sure, sure. So that when somebody inevitably goes, aha. They can go. Well, we're not the news. We're just sure. we're just entertainment. Granted, people vote based on what nachos. <laughs> Sorry. No, what I was gonna say was this we should, is what happens when we don't eat. That's fine. It, it's given us impetus to start keep with masturbation sure, sure. instead of finishing. But what I was gonna say was this one cannot sign out with the standard. This one is gonna be like that mid fifties. Ding ding tong. <laughs> w f u c k. The bam. <laughs> He's the boogie woogie booga boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Coming up next, folks, we've got the Andrews Sisters. Remember, kids, for a nice, healthy diet, drink your oval tea. My doctor says smoke Lucky Strike. <laughs> Four Luckies a day keeps the cancer away. <laughs> All right, now, kids, bring me my bourbon, and if you do a good job, I promise to only beat you a little bit. I will put the bag of oranges away for the night and only use my fists. <laughs> <laughs> He's the boogie woogie boogie boy Company B. I love that song. It's such a good song. You ever see those three Australian girls do that video where they go through like the history of music of the last? Oh, I'll show I it to not. you. It's really great. They start out with the bugle boy of Company B, and they're also quite lovely. But well, they're Australian. Oh man, we'll give you that, Matt. Matt, you're women. Your country might be a wasteland run by mutants, <laughs> but you've got beautiful women. The problem is, Modem Joe pretty much hogs it all. <laughs> but Modem Joe, the Trump of his era. <laughs> Trump wishes he could be a modem Joe. Here's your water. Here's your water. Now drink it and pee on me. Oh! All right, we're going to sign off and eat some nachos. We'll be back next week. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're going to roll in. Just peel back the curtain here. We're doing another twofer. We're not going to do beer fest. We haven't even talked about it. We we, we <laughs> It may as well not even say that we watched a movie. Just like, yeah, we we talked about masturbation, and then uh, and then it's really because of fucking Btarv. Fucking Btarv is still dominating. I, I we gotta let this go. I we gotta chose, exercise. The I, I told myself team. coming here is like, I'm not gonna bring him up. It's over. And then when you brought it up, it's like, well, fuck. Now I do want to hash it out. And because of the nature of the stupid conversations we get into with him. It led to this. So anyone out there listening to episode 18 going, geez, just shut up already. <laughs> Fucking write Brandon Tarver a personal message on Facebook and say, could, fuck could, you. Could we get a crowdsourced, like, total just dominant, <laughs> uh, people just bombarding B-Tarv, just... 
That could be funny. Let's not. Fuck it. Let's wrap this up. That I don't, could be funny. If we keep on with B. Tarv, he's going to roll into episode two of this night. I've only events. blocked him from Facebook. If he finds out about the show, he can message us for days on, on Gmail. And no, that's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. If he finds a way to get to this platform, yeah. I'll have him on as a guest. No, because I need him to be here in person. No, no, no. Fuck that. He's not coming into my house. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> He can call in. Yeah, okay. Good if enough. he can find his way, if Brandon Tarver, you feckless, jobless cunt, <laughs> if you can find your way onto this platform with yeah. all your spare time, yeah, what you have, because again, God loves us more because, especially conservative God, because we have jobs and pay taxes. Republican Jesus. Republican Jesus loves us more than he loves you, Brandon. Remember that now. <laughs> Remember that. But if you're feckless piece of shit ass and find your way onto this platform and I Brandon I please like and follow this is turned into like a WWE like it's a promo now it's a Ric Flair look here Brandon Tarver and find your way to this platform I'm gonna beat you in the ring and I'm gonna rip you from limb to limb oh yeah oh yeah it's like that Superpowers video. I'm gonna be flying high, brother. Not in this, not in this stratosphere, <laughs> but the next stratosphere, Brandon Tarver. Cause what I'm doing with you, you're gonna wish you never been born. Because Brandon Tarver, I'm the jet flying, job having, kiss stealing, definitely have more money than you, son of a gun. Woo! <laughs> That's what I want. I want to we'll do promos yeah. to get him on the show. You got lots of spare time. If you make it, we'll have you on. We'll let, we'll even, you know what? I'll even give him, we'll give him 10 minutes, unfettered, no comment. Let, no, no, we'll just mute it, of course. And then we'll let him ramble. <laughs> At the 10 minute, we cut him off. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, we'll give you 10 minutes to say your piece. If nothing else, let this done. episode be to exercise our demons. I don't want to bring it up. And two, in the upcoming. Uh, yeah, 19, 19. 19 we was will. our exercising. Yeah. Our, this our, is it. No, I'm, this is 18. When 18. We get, when we 19, get to 19. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're leaving just, it. We're just talking about boobs and buttholes. <laughs> title. <laughs> I like it. The title of episode 18 is episode 19 is only boobs and buttholes. <laughs> people <laughs> that way when they're listening they can go okay i'm gonna suffer through this and figure out why this title is what it is and then when i get to 19 next week with that being said ding bong dang <laughs> w f u c k the band the band the band all right we always say sorry about last week we'll just go ahead and say sorry about this week. <laughs> we'll do it again at the start of the next <laughs> follow